All right, welcome to BNT Talk Sports. I'm T. I'm here with B, and we got G today. Our buddy Grant from Cottonwood Heights, Utah. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? It's good to good to be on the pod today. Yeah, uh, no, we sir, we just have guest after guest after guest. We are just blowing up. It's not even B and T talk sports anymore. It's B and T and everybody you talks your, sports. Your plus one every week, dude. Yeah, we basically yeah. do. It's nice, but you know what? The more the merrier. We like to say so. Um, wait, Grant, why don't you tell us a little bit about? You were telling me off, off mic about your job, but your current like gig, your current gig, man, here at BYU. It's pretty sick. I think the listeners would like to hear more about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so I'm a stats guy. I'm studying statistics, and obviously, I love sports. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Um, and I got a little gig. I I'm a, an intern for Greg Rebel. If you're listening, you probably know who he is, but he's the the play by play radio guy for BYU football. And uh, I work some of the games. I basically just sit on my laptop and I'm feeding him live stats that he reads off. And I'm uh, I'm hoping to go up to Boise and sit in the box with him. So I get to rub shoulders with him. He's a, he's a Cougar legend in my eyes, and now he's my boss, I guess, which <laughs> which is pretty cool. So yeah, it's kind of neat to look at the game through through a different lens with those numbers. They're like the play by play guy, and like especially someone like you said who loves stats and wants to read off unique stats and stuff. So you get to dig very deep into BYU football in and of yeah. itself, which is super cool. Very so cool. actually I wanted to ask you this before, but I think it's better that we're on the air. Is it possible? Could you just feed them like total like BS stats? I was going to say, you <laughs> ever give them wrong stats and then he like says them online or on air and then everyone's like, this guy's stupid. And then he's just like, Wants to kill you? Does that ever happen? Yeah, man, that's a great question. If you look at my, <laughs> if you look at, no, I I think about it all the time. It's I'm scared straight. Um, if you look at my texts, you'll see like just a bunch of stats, a bunch of random things, and then every every once in a while you'll see, oh, J.K. Well, never mind. Like, don't read that. Um, so I do make mistakes, but fortunately, it hasn't been an issue. I heard someone in the past accidentally told him one like, oh, last time these two teams played, they uh. Like they never punted. There was there were no punts, and that like wasn't true. And he read it, and I don't know. Um, I'm just doing my best to not mess up. I want to. I want to <laughs> yeah. do good work for him, you know. So yeah, yeah definitely in sure. the back of. He's got you with the on a short leash there. If you give him a wrong stat, yeah. I was, gonna say, I was like, I was like, like right when you were talking about that, I'm like, that's awesome, but that's horrifying. Yeah, I don't know why you trust <laughs> me, but here I am. So yeah, that's awesome. It's dude. like. Uh... <laughs> The last quarterback to be drafted in the NFL at BYU was Riley Nelson. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they like, they might actually read that one because Riley Nelson is the is the guy that is commenting with him. So, oh yeah, that's I, right. I sometimes try to find stats and involve him because I think it'd be kind of funny for Riley to hear that. But yeah, yeah, uh, that's funny. I I uh, I could have I could probably go on for a whole show about Riley Nelson, but that's okay. Well, we'll move on. We got an exciting slate of college football this yes, week, sir. and then we'll finish. Like normal, we'll finish our show out with our NFL locks of the week. So I'm like extra excited for this slate. Me too. It's Honestly, a good, it's a good slate. It is. It is way better than the last few weeks. Question: Have you ever used the word slate for any other thing no. besides no, like a schedule? <laughs> like for I only use it for like sports, a football weekend. <laughs> Literally, like that's my only use of the word. What's, what's another? What's a synonym for slate? 
lineup. A lineup that's good. Like it's slate hits yeah. hits different though. I like it. Uh, it does. It rolls off. The it's a, it's nice. an appealing word. Yeah, but but this is also special because uh, Grant's going to be joining in on our pick. So not only we're going to pick fifteen games, but we're going to give a little bit of analysis, our thoughts, and yeah, I mean, and, and we get to have Grant on the show. So yeah, it's B and T and G today. So should we just get straight into the picks? Should we just dive right in? I say let's do it. it. Should we just? How are we going to do the order today? Or, or we're going to snake it, right? Yeah, we'll especially s- with three. Yeah, we'll snake it. We should I, snake it when it's the two of us. I don't know why we don't do that. Well, we just alternate with two, which is fine. That's fair. So, as long as we, yeah, yeah, like, you okay. can't really snake. Anyway, we you okay. can, you can. I mean, you can, but it's just easier to alternate, okay. you know. But we'll we'll snake here. I okay. don't mind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think for three, it makes the most sense. So let's go. While we, while we, you go first, then okay. me, then Grant gets two, and then you get one, then me, then you get two, you know, and so okay. forth. Cool. So Very well. So, uh, and I'll give you know we briefly explain this to Grant right before, kind of throwing them on the spot here, but I mean. Our listeners know we don't really prepare much. No, anyway, we don't. That, that's so. that's part of our charm. I, I wouldn't have guessed. I listened to your last couple, and you guys sound polished. So I'm. This is new to me. Can you say that again, and then record that soundbite and give it to Greg Rubels so that he can come <laughs> on our show? But we also no. shamelessly plug on this. On you got to. Program. You have to. Yeah. All right, and then yeah, just so you know, hold on, Grant. We are a pro Jacoby Brissett podcast. Yes, we are a pro janitor podcast as of. Last episode, yeah, okay. I did. I did not expect that with um that with Jerem Jordan we would have ended up talking about BYU janitors, but we did. But shout, shout out, shout out to the backbone. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, they keep our campus clean most of the time. But, but anyway, so we also join in applause like four to five times an episode for random. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't applaud in front of Jaren, but it's all good. You know? <laughs> we should have done that, actually. You're like, welcome <laughs> to the fall. Yeah. Anyway. Well, tell me, what are you anti? If you're pro-janitor, Jacoby Brissett, like, what are we What are we not like? We, we are anti... Just, just, like, bad things that are very, like... Anti-bad things. Yeah, like... Oh, like <laughs> and, yeah, we're anti-Utah, for hold, sure. Hold on. We are... I'm anti-Aaron Rodgers. We are... Hold on. We are... Yeah, he's... <laughs> That we're anti, anti Duke basketball. He he, <laughs> he anti a lot of things. This anti Coach K, anti Aaron Rodgers. I say, yeah, right, we are anti like bad things, but we are pro like yes. bad bad teens, mm-hmm. like oh, okay, like good looking yeah. women and stuff. Yeah, that maybe we'll listen to. We're, an, we're anti bad things, so, which like, naturally Coach K falls into bad. <laughs> things, so no, uh, I, I don't think we got to the point of being anti anything yet but yeah no college basketball season comes around they get to pop off about deep we might be anti-refs actually too yeah we are anti zebras and by association but yeah but okay Picks. What's shit? <laughs> i love that we said let's dive right in and then go so talking about janitors and <laughs> just something in coach k yeah but all right man why don't you start kick us off man okay i'm gonna start off by you you know Tyler, I'm I'm usually like pretty leveled and pretty like I don't really throw out like big like declarations that are surprising. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm fairly level. I'm fairly yeah. like but yeah. like Tennessee plus nine and they're gonna win. Tennessee is gonna beat Alabama. 
I wanted to start off from the top by just saying that even if Bryce Young plays, he's not going to be 100%. Uh, we're talking about Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, where there's going to be 100,000 plus people in the stands. If Bryce Young's playing, I don't think he's 100%. I think that's a major factor. Hendon Hooker is dealing right now. That Tennessee offense is really, really good. My one concern is that if Bryce Young is healthy enough and things are going well for him, that Tennessee doesn't have a great pass defense. Their DBs are not very good. But I'm really banking on Tennessee energy, uh, the momentum, uh, you know, just the vibes of Knoxville, um, Tennessee, plus Bryce Young being a little dinged up. And honestly, this Alabama team has looked vulnerable at times this year. This could easily be one of these games where Alabama wins by 20, and I look like a complete idiot uh, for doubting Alabama. But I'm I'm just going with it. My vibe, like the vibes are just telling me Tennessee, and I got to ride with it. So Tennessee is going to win this game 31-28. Okay. That's that's fair. I think I agree with you. Hinton Hooker is just a monster. We've said that over and over again. They'll at least cover. Alabama might still win. I'm going to say Tennessee is going to win because that's fun. Yeah, I think last week was eye-opening to see a, a weird roller coaster of a team in A&M. Yeah. Uh, he's almost got uh, Speaking yeah. of A&M, yeah, Grant here is rocking the, the A&M hat. But yeah. to see uh, – to see a team that really had no business being toe-to-toe with Alabama have a chance at winning yeah. came down to the final play. Uh, so I and I think Tennessee has just, like you said, um, Alabama has looked vulnerable. I haven't quite seen that with Tennessee. I mean, no. I mean, you look at, I mean, early in the season, they have an overtime win. I mean, you kind of, maybe that's vulnerability going overtime, but you kind of expect that early on in the season. And then their next closest game was to Florida, which is a good team. It was yeah. a good, you know, Florida that came to play. But the games that have been close are games in which it's like understandable that the game would be close. Exactly. Um, and then, um, and the, the games in which they should win by a million, they win by a million. Yeah. Well, and just looking no no further than last week, they went to to Death Valley, right? I think they were on the road yeah. against LSU, and they they just dealt it to them. They looked so. Good and Alabama, like you said, they're looking vulnerable. Just you know, confidence feelings from last week. Tennessee's got the momentum. They're at home. Hendon Hooker's dealing. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Yeah, there you go. There you have it. We're let's go Vols. Plus, yeah, it's just so fun to see Alabama lose. Yeah, especially like you know, I don't love Tennessee by any means, but it's just it'd be fun just to have like someone new break through. Dude, so I like I like that they're an orange team. I want to see an orange team rise to the top. You know, like I'm yeah. tired of the I'm tired of the red teams. I guess we had Clemson, Clemson, bit, but yeah, like the Oklahoma States and the Tennessees. Like, let's yeah. get more of that. Yeah. yeah, which is a great transition into my next pick. I'm going Syracuse over NC State. Ooh, I think Syracuse is favored by three and a half. I think Syracuse blows up on them. I, I think I, that's a 17-point win. I agree. I think it's 37 to 20. I think Devin Leary and NC State. Devin Leary's not playing. Even better. And, like, last week when they were playing, when Devin what, Leary What happened to Devin hurt? Leary? He got hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. And they just, like, wouldn't – with their backup quarterback, they wouldn't even try to throw the ball. Yeah. And so. 
I agree. I just think I just think Syracuse blows them out of the water. They're in the Carrier Dome. This Fighting Orange team is going to humble NC State. NC State is going to go be ranked in the 20s um, just to play Virginia Tech and probably win. But then the week after, they'll uh, – excuse me. Yeah. NC State has a bye week. NC State could have game, me playing quarterback and they beat Virginia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Virginia Tech, yeah. Um, honestly, struggling right now. But um, their next game is against Virginia Tech in two weeks. But then they have a very hard game against Wake – right after that. So I think they'll drop that one too and drop out of the mm-hmm. polls. Uh, I just, yeah, I feel like every week I'm picking against NC state, but it's worked out so far for me. So I'm going to Syracuse over NC state. Yeah. I, I also would see, I agree with this pick and Robert and I and company. Yeah. And I, we yeah. trust. I, I, uh, yeah. And especially, you know, Robert and I deserves a shout out. Who also deserves the shout out is quarterback coach Jason Beck. Garrett Schrader is absolutely killing it right now. Um, that's a quarterback coach that's going to be an OC somewhere. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised. My hot take is that Jason Beck is going to be a BYU head coach at some point in his career. I, I think very highly of that guy. I really like Syracuse in this matchup, especially with Devin Leary out. I don't honestly think the Syracuse team is that good. I feel like they're kind of running on some luck right now, but I think they're able to ride this one out uh, before having an inevitable crash next week at Clemson. So that's fair. I think they're going to. I I think this is a good spot for them. I, I like Syracuse here as well. Well, it's definitely yeah. yeah. That's that's some sound sound reasoning right there. <laughs> All right, Grant, um, you got two. Yeah, I got two. So with my first pick, we're going to the to the Big Twelve. Looking at what you might say is the match for the week. Well, second to, to Tennessee Bama, but Oklahoma State and yeah. TCU. Uh, I can't remember the last time TCU was was this, you know, relevant this Andy late Dalton. into the season. Yeah, those Mountain West days, right? Yeah. Um, but they're fun. That that game against Kansas last week was electric. They made yeah. some big plays. How good is Kansas? I don't know, but better than before, right? Yeah. Um Oklahoma State's no joke. They This is going to be their biggest test so far, I think. Um, they had a close game against Baylor. Baylor's good, but they've fallen to 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Tech. Yeah, that was a rough, rough loss in uh, Morgantown yeah. last night, that's for sure. Yeah. He, I, I, as a BYU fan, it was a bummer to see West Virginia get him, right? You want Baylor to be good. But I still think all the any Big 12 win is a, is a, a deserving win. It's a good win. And to have you know two so far for Oklahoma State is a big deal. Um, I think TCU continues to ride their momentum. I think that they're going to cover. I don't think that they're going to win the game. And the line is for, uh, I just lost it. But yeah, the line's for, I think TCU plays them really close. That Kansas game is close. I do think that Oklahoma State's a better team. They've been there before. They know how to act. Not to say that TCU doesn't. They're at home. So it wouldn't surprise me either way. Uh, I'm going to say that Oklahoma State wins, but it's going to be within a field goal. TCU is going to cover, but Oklahoma State's going to win. So actually, TCU is favored by four. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So the, mi- oh, the minus. My bad. No, Oklahoma you're you're State. totally yeah. good. So so you like Oklahoma State well, against the spread? Yeah, that TCU makes it even win. easier. Yeah, Oklahoma okay. State. 
Okay. All the way. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Make sure for correcting. Yeah, there. no, you're you're totally good. I I agree with you. I think I might even see Oklahoma State winning this game. But also a concern that you have to have is whenever it's a big game and you have Mike Gundy coaching in it, we always lose. So that's always a concern. He has great hair, though. Yeah, and you always have the concern with uh, – he's a great quarterback, Oklahoma State's uh, Spencer Sanders. But you always get, like, the risk with him of, like, I'm going to throw seven interceptions today. So hopefully he doesn't do that. But otherwise, I do agree. I, I like Oklahoma State in this spot as well. I, I For me, it's a coin flip. This, this one was hard. I think, like you said, this will be a really fun matchup. But the one thing I would put my money on the one thing I would put my money on is the over sixty-eight point five. The final score is going to be fifty-five to fifty. Yeah, over hundred on that. Yeah, over under sixty-eight point five. I'm going over on that for sure. It's going to be no defense will be played in a classic Big Twelve shootout. So, uh, okay, you get one more. One more. All right, I'm going back to the SEC. You got Auburn, Ole Miss. Auburn has not looked particularly impressive really at, at any point to me in the season not to say they couldn't turn it around it's Auburn they've got incredible talent but they're going against Ole Miss and Ole Miss has been rolling uh, they've got transfer Jackson Dart at the helm throwing the ball and he's looked pretty impressive so far um, I they're playing at home it's you know a home game for Ole Miss I don't see them obviously dropping this game but the line is is 15 and a half points. I think you just give them the ball. You let them sing it. They're going to win by three touchdowns plus. Mm. I don't think it's going to be close. Hopefully they're wearing their their powder blue uniforms. They do add another touchdown to yeah, that. They, no, look, for sure. they look awesome. But, yeah, that's, that's how I'm feeling. You know, we got to do a uniform, like, top five podcast because – It sounds like a great, like, off-season pod. True. We'll 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 swing. Let's we'll, save let's save that for when we have nothing to talk about. Which was basically this whole summer. But yeah. Um I I do I do agree. I think Auburn traveling to Oxford, Mississippi is um not obviously in their favor. You have a young freshman quarterback in Ashford who has who has flashes of, of of good plays. He has um, flashes of brightness for, for Auburn, but I think he's still young. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's still some growing pains. Uh, there's a lot of turmoil right now just within Auburn and Harson. Uh, just as a program, I feel like that's not going to translate well. Uh, I think the only chance Auburn has is if they hand it off to Tank Bigsby. But even even this year, he hasn't been all that impressive to me. So, uh, I, I think a big reason why he hasn't been able to do as much is just like everyone knows, like that's it. Yeah. Like they're Bo Nix, you know, he's inconsistent, and I'm not really a big Bo Nix guy, but like he has talent. He puts together. You have to respect him. Like I don't feel like you have to respect an Auburn quarterback right now. Yeah. You don't have to respect Auburn as a team right now. I Auburn has given me. Uh, Grant was very nice in his description of Auburn. I, I will not be nice. They stink. <laughs> they have nothing going for them. Ole Miss wins by three touchdowns, as Grant said, or four if they're ranked up. <laughs> so I agree. Wow. All right. Hotty toddy, then. 
Yep. No War Eagle here. Um, I am my next pick. Uh, yeah, let's go back Big 12. Um, Kansas goes to Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma's favored by nine. Um, Dylan Gabriel's not back, correct? Um, I think he might. Mm. I I will have to look because that that will fully depend. That will one hundred percent fully depend. He is. It sounds like he's going to be back. Okay, Oklahoma. Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma beats Kansas, and I think. Um, what's going to happen is Oklahoma's going to be up by seven. Kansas in the fourth quarter is going to try to score. They're going to get Oklahoma's going to get a turnover, but there's still going to be time left. But Oklahoma's offense is going to be too much. They're going to get a field goal in the final few minutes to go up by ten. It's going to be too much to overcome. Okay, hear me out though. Oklahoma sticks. <laughs> That you can't. You how, can't did that, how, did that, how did that factor into yeah. your decision? <laughs> no. This, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to be a jerk there. I, I do disagree. I don't know. It's one of those things where I look at the line and I was like, "Huh, nine, nine for Wait. Oklahoma favored." No, this is this is this is this is my this is my thinking. This is my thinking because it's your your take isn't like a like plenty of people are sharing your take in the media world. And I'm I'm just trying to understand this take. No, this it's called Oklahoma. You said Oklahoma stinks. Yes, that's half true. Their defense stinks, and then without Dylan Gabriel, everything stinks. Everything stinks. <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's, fair. that's, that's why fair. it was dependent on that's my pick. Okay, Dylan okay. Gabriel. We know. Yeah, yeah. Grant, my hottest take this season is that Dylan Gabriel is better than Caleb Williams, and I and mine is that. That is a ludicrous take. Boy, statistically, Dylan Gabriel is lining up, if not better, than Caleb Williams so far. So, Dylan Gabriel, um, I think, I, I think it's obviously a shootout. Um, I love Kansas being good in football, but um, it it is in Norman, so obviously that will play a factor. But. Ugh. I just, I'm just gonna have to go with Dylan Gabriel in the Oklahoma offense. Yeah, okay. He's, he's good. He's good. You know, I don't yeah. think Kansas is at that level yet where they can recover well enough. And so they're they're on a backup quarterback. Yeah, and this is a this is a trap game. Yeah, as much as it weird, that sounds weird for Kansas football going to Oklahoma. There's a trap <laughs> game for Kansas for Kansas, <laughs> but I think it's true. I know. I think you're right. I think Oklahoma's hungry for a win. They've been embarrassed these past few weeks um and i guess my reservation is just like i just look at the nine and i'm like that is a big number for a bad score team. half for a half bad team right yes but it's hard to beat a team by 10 if you can't get them off the field the other team off the field ever. i look i'm with you i'm putting my face I'm, I'm going i'm going kansas i i think oklahoma you know what i'll say oklahoma wins but like they're gonna win like 51 to 40 yeah the over under 64 bet the over easy don't even overthink it yeah, yeah. i just yeah i just think again okay. i know i know you're an analysis guy numbers guy and i'm more of what's trend what but the trend is oklahoma just losing by a million to everybody 
But you you hit it with the quarterbacks. If <laughs> if Oklahoma's got their guy and and Jalen Daniels is out, like for sure, yeah. it's it's gonna be hard for for the Jayhawks. Yeah, I mean, it's, I like it's a hard I like pick. some I like some disagreement though. It's good. One one thing I do want to say too, just yes. looking at ESPN here, the AP headline reads: Number nineteen Kansas seeks bowl eligibility versus reeling Oklahoma. Uh, normally, you see that in November, you know, when they're they're five and five and six, hoping to be six and six. It's like it's like the middle of October, and they're they're ranked and they're yeah. they're playing for something big. Like that's why we do this, man. We we love to see stuff like that. Yeah, for but, sure. And you know what I will say too. Again, I'm a trends guy, right? I you know you can throw out all these numbers, but trends that's a whole different story, right? I mean statistics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, last time Kansas was five and zero, oh, they but, lost out, right? They went five and seven. Yeah, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. I'm not saying what happened, but that does scare me. I'm stoned. Yeah, no, I, I think they, they're not gonna win like ten games or anything, but probably win like eight. Is yeah. my guess. Um but yeah, I say Oklahoma wins, but nine is too big for me. No. That's fair. All right. Ben, you got two. Okay. Penn State versus Michigan. There you go. That's a big dog. That is that is probably that might be second biggest game. I of think the you're week. right. I, I called. Yeah. Well, by far, it's by far the three biggest games: Tennessee, yeah, Bama, those three for sure. TCU, Oklahoma sure. State, Penn State, Michigan. Yeah, like you can you can place them in whatever order, but yeah. they're top three. So I think Penn State's going to cover plus seven. I like this Michigan team. I think they're good. The one issue I have, though, is they have not been tested really at all this year. No. They've played Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon, Maryland. That was their, probably their biggest that test. That was their biggest test. And they're like a, they're like a scary kind of fun team. But, like, are they going to win more than, like, seven games? No. Uh, Iowa, they allowed 14 points to Iowa, which in Iowa – well, that translates to like fifty points. Can we can we points. can we do a pause real quick on Iowa? Can we just say that Iowa had the ball, they punted it. <sighs> Illinois then muffed it. Then Illinois then Iowa got it on their side of the field on like the thirty. So they were in field goal range, and then lost yardage, and they had the punt again, and then. Illinois got it, and then later fumbled it, and then Iowa got it on the five or on the goal yeah, line, yeah, yeah, and then lost more yardage, and then finally got a field goal. So no, the, I think this is they a, had negative yardage, yeah, on their field goal. What I'm a gritty also, team! What a gritty team! Yeah, I'm, I love that. Very, I'm very like happy that Grant asked earlier, like, what are you guys like against? We are against Iowa football. We hate Iowa. Really? Football. Uh, I, I, I'll say this. They, Don't be nice. No, they got good defense, dude. Okay. They play good defense. If you like, if you like defense, Iowa, Iowa hangs in there. Their games, I mean, even to Illinois, Illinois, they got they've got a great run game. They do. They got a great run game, and Iowa's defense. If I if I'm on the defense, I am po'd at everyone on the offense. Like es- why? Especially the fact. Yeah, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole, but especially the fact that the coach basically seems to not care if the offense sucks. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like, this is the way I want. I think he likes being, uh, you know, Sicko's committee on Twitter. Sicko's. Yeah, I, Sicko. They just like being in the palm of their hand. They love that press they're getting, and 
they're just fine with the way they're playing, I guess. They like to be sickos, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I like Penn State here. Um, I'm not sure. You know, when it comes to the prediction of whether they win or not, it it's largely irrelevant as long as they cover that point spread. So, with that being said, I'm just going to say that I have Penn State by a field goal here just because I think that Penn State has been waiting for, like, a breakout game, like, under James Franklin. They haven't won, like, a big game. You know, Ohio State, the Michigans of the world, they usually are able to beat Penn State. I think Penn State's able to get this one. I think Penn State wins by three. I think they – Michigan kind of – I'm going to say Penn State. My prediction is that Penn State jumps out to a big lead early and Michigan catches up and makes it a really good game, but Penn State holds on barely. Who do you think will have a better game, Sean Clifford or J.J. McCarthy? J.J. McCarthy. But Penn State still wins. Yes, because I think Penn State's got a really good defense. Uh, Sean Clifford, I mean, what he does have is experience. J.J. McCarthy is definitely the more talented guy. But I, I do get afraid that Sean Clifford isn't isn't great. I would like them. I like Penn State's backup quarterback better. I already forgot his name, but he's a stud. Um, but I just really like Penn State in this game. I, I say they win 27-24. Okay. like it. Yeah. You get... Oh, I got a second one. Yeah, you get one more. Okay. Um, I think this one mm, – I like this one. You, I like Utah minus three and a half. Oh, there it is. I I hate to say it, but I do. Um, Explain yourself. Rice Eccles. That's huge. That is huge. I know. I USC are they better than Utah? Yes, absolutely. But. I, I just can't unsee a much more – a very talented team in Oregon last year who beat Ohio State in Columbus just just getting destroyed in Rice-Eccles Stadium. I just have that stuck in my mind. I think Caleb Williams is great, but I think he gets rattled. I think especially – Utah, if they jump out to an early lead, it could be it could be an issue. I think it could be an issue for USC because I think they might start to panic. The crowd becomes more of a factor, and they they're kind of drowning out there. I'm gonna say that Utah wins this game by a touchdown. I think it's a really good game. I think would it shock me if USC wins? Absolutely not, but. I just like the Rice-Eccles effect. And USC is very much a – they're a finesse sort of team. Um, Utah is a is a tougher team. I think that it's a matchup thing. I think Utah can beat up USC a little bit. They're not as good this year at it as they have been in the past, but I think they beat up USC a little bit, um, especially coming off that UCLA loss. And I also think USC has a, like a great turnover margin right now that – you know, part of that skill, part of that's luck. I think uh, Utah's able to force Caleb Williams to make a few mistakes when it matters. And I'm going Utah 31-24. I am a trends guy. Okay, so oh. I didn't say that. Yeah, he's a trends guy. Everybody. He is a trends guy. I think USC is very similar 
to your point to Michigan that they have not been tested. Their yeah. biggest test has been to Oregon State. That was that was which, a test. Which <laughs> which yeah. Oregon State arguably probably should have won that game in, in Corvallis. Well, so. then you look how, how the youths performed against Oregon State. Everyone was hyped up, you know, so they blew them out of the water. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. left and, no crumbs. And and we we we've talked about this. I think Oregon State uh again, there's a whole other subject, but are you guys supporting my point? I think I, I, was, I was. I think I was expecting I think, pushback from everybody. From I think. I think I have to because I. Sorry, I'll make this point about Oregon State, where Oregon State against Utah, Oregon State against USC threw four picks. Yeah. Oregon State against Utah threw four picks. Oregon State has so much potential if they can get someone that will not throw interceptions. So even just have like a Daniel Jones type quarterback. There's someone who just runs, you know, anyway. So, um, but no, again, to your, to your previous point in Michigan, I think USC has not been tested. <laughs> they are about to be Utah has been UCLA. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't even throw like, like, or, like yeah, I wouldn't even put Oregon state as like, that's a, like Oregon state's a good team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going down to Florida, that you know Utah's a couple plays away from winning that game. Oh, for sure. And so I think in. Utah, they're they're upset. They're wanting to they're wanting to come out and after this this loss last week against UCLA and beat beat USC. It's a blackout game, I believe. Uh, that's kind of mm-hmm. tough. And they have really cool helmets honoring. Um, they're, they're a couple of their past Aaron Love, Aaron Love. Aaron Love, number twenty-two. So, uh, I think I think that's super cool. Yeah. Unlike, um, I, I'll basically pick BYU over Utah and everything except this week uh, in the helmet matchup. Uh, helmet matchup, Utah wins tremendously, but that's whole other conversation. Um, yeah, and yeah, Rice Eccles is hard to play in. It's hard to play in, and I think yeah, I think, I think also that's a huge factor probably. And probably a big factor that we haven't talked about. I think Whittingham, Kyle Whittingham is a better coach than Lincoln Riley. Well, and, and that's Witt's place. They're going to build a statue of him one day. Um, Lincoln Riley just just pulled into town. You know, like, obviously, they're great. Obviously, he's great. Obviously, they've they got have insane talent. talent. But you're coming in to Utah's home court, right? They've been there before. They've tasted adversity almost every year. I'm not going to say I don't love November Utah for bum meltdown. Um, I won't say that I will. I yeah. guess I gotta be neutral on the pod, but they they've had. <laughs> no, you don't. No, oh, I don't. Okay. No. I love it. November Utah meltdown. I, 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 I announced this as an anti Iowa football podcast. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. All right. I mean, it's it's cool when they're good. I, I kind of really respect the team, but I don't like Utah fans. Anyways, um, yeah. But they've they've already they've got that sting, you know, from last week. Mm-hmm. They they went to the Rose Bowl. Nobody was there, and UCLA beat them. Like that's got to feel terrible in that yeah. Florida game. That's I think you can you can swallow that one, but there's so much on the line, and I do think Wade's a great coach. I think they stand their ground. I think yeah. they win too. Yeah, I I just think I yeah Rice Eccles, um, just the fact that just USC it's just kind of like the flashy swag, Lincoln Riley. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. And they've got, and I just, you know, I think they're a very good team. They're as talented as, they're a top five in terms of just pure talent. 
But I just think Utah is just tough. And I think they can just beat and, them up. And, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma's Lincoln-Riley teams were very finessey as well. But when they came up against teams that were just like, were stronger, were more physical, were tougher than you, that caused them problems. And I think that's what's going to happen tomorrow night. Yeah. All right. No, that'll be, it'll be a very, very, I'm excited game. for that. Game. Yeah. That's that'll be a super good, for good slate. Oh it really is. Slate. slate. Yeah. All right. I, um, I want to go <laughs> the matchup of the year. Everyone looks forward to this matchup in basketball, at least, which is UNC Duke. Whoa. UNC travels to Durham in football. UNC minus seven. I it's think a dangerous place to play. All two thousand people. There. Uh, all the, the student section, all seven hundred of them. Yeah, um, Cameron crazies. Cameron crazies. Uh, the Cameron crazies. I'm not sure if they'll be able to come out. Uh, North Carolina's favored by seven. I think they win by more. I heard the Cameron crazies are. Uh, they're they can't attend the game because they're camping out for the for the. The UNC basketball game that's coming up. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they can't attend the football game. So that, that, that's supposed to come out in like January or February. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think UNC's offense, although they have defensive issues, I don't see Duke as a threat offensively as much as UNC will be. Uh, Drake May is a great quarterback. He really is. Yeah. Um, USC has a or not USC. UNC has a great offense. Um, UNC, UNC wins by 14. I can't. 42, 28. Yeah, as much as I'd like to take Duke in this spot, I just think UNC is going to score too many points. Yeah. So, yeah, I really got nothing else to say. All right. Then Grant for two. Grant for two. Okay. I got a question for y'all. What's up? Is, is Texas back? Yeah. Is Queen Ewers back? He that's, played last week. That's right, he did. That Sorry. is what I just Googled. Yeah, yeah. Is he is back, and he is back. He is back. Yeah, I knew he that. played last week. He is really good. He's the real deal. If he's back, then Texas is getting back. I'm not going to come to the point where they say that they're back because they still got a win. No, they, they, they need are, a big win. They are trending towards back. They need a big win. Last last week in the uh, Red River rivalry, they played uh, beat up – Oklahoma offense and the horrendous mm-hmm. Oklahoma defense, which is, you know, thinking about that game, I'm kind of second guessing my pick, but it's already been made. Um, the Oklahoma pick, but uh, Texas needs a big win in order for them to be back in my eyes. But they're getting there. Yeah, Quinn Ewers is is very legit. Basically, we we like where you're going with this. Yeah. So go on. Well, <laughs> I mean, he said it earlier. I got an A and M A and M hat on right now, but. Quinn Ewers is a real deal. Um, there's a very legitimate conversation that they should be, they should be five and one with that win over that loss that they had to Alabama. Had some questionable calls at the end. Obviously, Quinn got hurt. Yeah. They're playing Iowa State, 500 team. Uh, they're at DKR. They're in Austin. The fans are excited. They love that we're sitting here on our podcast asking is Texas back. They're showing at the mouth for something more, right? Yeah. 15 and a half points at home, they're getting it done. I, I like one of the other ones. I think it's a three touchdown game. They're rolling. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the season, but this week they got to be feeling good. Like if you ask any Texas fan, like, could you see yourself winning 49 to nothing in the Red River rivalry? Like they think you're crazy. That just doesn't happen. And it did. So, I mean, 
sky's the limit for them at least this week. Now, here's some so. here's some stats for you. Please. The past one, two, three, four games this season. They've only played six. But the four times they played a power five opponent. Iowa State put up 10 points. Iowa State put up 24 points. Iowa State put up 11 points. Iowa State put up nine points. Well, very impressive. So their offense, their offense struggles. In Texas, I don't think is a great defense, but like they show up at times, like that Oklahoma game and then the Alabama game as well. Um, and we know Texas is going to put up points. I think it's like I almost feel like it's a no doubt that Texas wins by like three touchdowns in wow. this game. Yeah, that's a solid pick, man. Hook him. Oh uh, yeah, I love that pick. Hook him, well. man. Oh. down. Hey, for uh, for my next pick, I know y'all got your thing about Mountain West teams. You kind of kind of weary of them, but oh, when, they're, yeah. when they're playing each other, you got to pick one. I'm looking at Utah State, Colorado State, uh, CSU, abysmal. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. They suck. <laughs> uh, was it against Nevada maybe last week? They got that lucky rough in the kicker that allowed them to, to come back and win the game. Utah State is an interesting team right now. Uh, about a month ago, they played FCS in-state opponent Weber State. They got embarrassed. It wasn't a fluky, like, we're going to run some trick plays. They got manhandled in the trenches. Oh, Weber State's the better team. They they sure yeah. looked like it the other night. Jay Hill's an incredible coach, by the way. He's he's going to be head of a, a P5 program at some point. That's my, that's my guess. But yeah, Utah state had that shaky win over UConn got whopped by Bama. That just killed their spirit. Uh, lost to Weaver state, lost to BYU. I think they might've dropped another to UNLV. UNLV. That was ugly. That special teams was so bad that game, but last week they, they beat, they beat air force and it was a, it was a pretty good win. Air force is a good team. So this is a team that, in the span of just six games has has completely lost their swagger, but it appears that they're getting it back. So the line is 11.5. I, I think this is an easy win. Utah State's on the road, but again, Colorado State sucks. 11 and a half points. I think that that they're going to keep riding the wave. I like Coach Anderson. I think that they've they've put the shit back on, on path, and I think they're going to beat him by a couple touchdowns. USU wins, USU covers. I cannot make a pick because my you. my conscience tells me that if I make an opinion on a Mountain West team in any sport, that it will be wrong. Yeah, hey, I'm not. It's just gonna be wrong. You, you talk about whatever you want. It's I I I cannot agree nor disagree because it, whatever I say, the opposite will happen. Yeah, we we plead the fifth on this one. I we do plead the too. fifth. It's a curse. But Mountain West curses us. But it this game disappoints me because if this game were maybe five to ten years to fifteen years ago, I feel like this is a much better matchup. Yes. Yeah. Then I th- these both these teams are kind of in the slumps right now. So I think Utah State's still hoping to get bowl eligibility, which is very possible. Um and that that win last week was huge against Air Force. That's huge. And, but I think you have to look at the flip side of, I mean, sometimes you just got to get over that hump and get that first win. And Colorado was able to do that. Like you said, sure. there's a roughing the kicker. Doesn't matter. Call it was win. That, yeah, maybe it was questionable. Maybe it was not. Uh, but, uh, maybe that's what they needed. Maybe things will click. Who knows? But 
you know, I think I think it'll be a more interesting game than people think. So shout out Colorado State, shout out Utah State, but hate the Mountain West. <laughs> I will not pick. So um sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna there's a lot of ranked matchups this week. I'm gonna go, I believe this is the last one. Uh Mississippi State goes to Lexington. Uh, Mississippi State is favored by four. Mississippi State, in my opinion, wins by six. Mm. I think two field goals do it. I think really. I think I think Levis tries to go down, score a touchdown, final drive. Mississippi State goal line stand. I think there's a question of whether he'll play. He missed last week with an injury that he suffered against Ole Miss. I'm so glad you're here because for some reason I just. Don't know who's playing. It's because last he is going to play. It's because last week we were in Vegas, man, and yeah, so yeah. I was I was all over the map. I but... didn't know till after that game that he didn't play either. But yeah, he is he is he is going to play. I think I'm on Kentucky on this one. I feel like Kentucky's, you know, whenever I see a team that's trending up like Mississippi State, and I see a team that's trending down like Kentucky, I really like the team that's trending down, especially a home underdog. In Kentucky, I think it will be a great environment. Mississippi State's a great team. I think it will be a good, close game. But I'm going to say that Will Levis is able to – he wasn't able to pull it out, squeak it out in a close game against Ole Miss. I think he has better luck against the other Mississippi team in Lexington at home. I think in this battle of the Wills, Will Rogers outperforms him, and it's not even close. I think Will Rogers has a big game. He's thrown for – over 2,100 yards, has 22 mm-hmm. touchdowns and three interceptions, dude. Yeah. He is – they looks great against Arkansas. And and they, they blew A&M out of the water as well. I just think they're they're a tough team. They I think they just look a lot better. You watch them play, um, and you just think, dang, that's a good team. Mm-hmm. Even though Levis didn't play, you lose to South Carolina. You lose to Rattler and company. Oh, I just, I just he think he did not have a court. Like he's a big deal to be missing. I mean, yeah, I just, I just don't see how you can still. I mean, you're, if you're if you're an SEC program that's ranked and at you know, they were top 10 at some point this year. You got to have at least a backup quarterback that can come out and play. Is it really that big of a dip between your QB1 and QB2? Yes, when you live in a world in which if you don't start, you can leave and start somewhere else immediately. Oh, I guess that's fair. But, again, that's my gut. Going with Will Rogers has a big day. Um, and Will Levis has a slow start. It's too much to overcome. And Mississippi State defense pulls up big at the end with the goal line stand. Mississippi State wins by six. They gotcha. win this 22 to 16. Most scoring. Cool. Love it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I've got Kentucky in that one. And moving on to Are these your final two? Yes, these are my final two. Okay. And you'll each have one to finish it. Right. So I am going with Clemson. They're gonna cover the spread against Florida State. Of minus five, Intel. I've just been waiting for like a competitive, exciting 
Clemson Florida State game. I miss those. I miss Florida great, State being good. Yeah, that was a great, especially the two of them being good. Like that was just like like it's nostalgic to have them both back. I remember being like in middle school, elementary school when those teams would be playing against each other and it meant something. Um, I'm gonna say Clemson wins this game by a touchdown, giving some respect to Jordan Travis at Florida State, and hopefully a a Florida State crowd in Tallahassee like they used to have back in the Jameis Winston times. Um, The glory days. Yeah, I just think this Clemson team, I think this Clemson team is is a step above all the other teams in the ACC. I think a lot of these other teams, especially when they get Clemson on the road, kind of like a Wake Forest situation, they can make these games interesting. But I don't think Florida State has what it takes to beat Clemson. I'm going to say that Clemson wins this game – uh, let's go 24-17. I like Clemson's defense, so I think it's a slightly lower scoring game, but I like Clemson. And then for my fifth and final pick, there's not as much of an uh, – oh, there is an obvious one, BYU minus there one. There we go. BYU minus one. Um, I really like this B- this matchup for BYU this week. You know, I think BYU, all BYU fans know that this BYU team, although four and two, which I think if you told everybody they would have won a great game against Baylor, they handled business against the other smaller teams they play, and they kind of get beat soundly by Oregon and then lose a close game to Notre Dame in Vegas. Like, I don't think anyone's too upset about that, but the way that they've played has been a little disappointing. Because I think we had a lot of high expectations for this team this year. But I just think Arkansas, specifically for our offense, I think this will be the best offensive performance by BYU this year. I think BYU's strengths are Arkansas's weaknesses on defense. Arkansas's secondary is banged up. They can't stop anyone in the air. It's going to be key that A-Rod is willing to just let Jaron sling in. So I think... You know, Jaron's healthy. Hopefully we have the healthiest wide. Hopefully we can get all of our wide receivers playing together. That'd be great, which I think hopefully they will be. So if Jaron's healthy enough, these wide receivers are healthy, I think we should be able to throw it all over them. I think they're one-dimensional one-dimensional offensively. They can't throw the ball, uh, which will allow, hopefully, for Tuiaki to be able to sell on the run more being able to stop K.J. Jefferson, being able to stop their run game and their running back as a whole. And I like BYU to win this game. It's definitely going to be higher scoring because I don't think – I don't feel super confident we're able to stop them running the ball very well, but I think they're one-dimensional and that slows them down. I say we win – I'm going to go 38-31 BYU. Uh, I think it is going to be a little more high scoring. Yeah. You mentioned KJ Jefferson, Arkansas's quarterback, uh-huh. and he he scares me. He is good. Uh, he got hurt. He didn't play last week when they when they yeah. got crushed by Mississippi State, but he's back. And yeah, having a guy that can run. Uh, looking back at the Utah State game, Cooper Legas, he he could kind of run and yeah, yeah killed us. He kind of killed us, you know. So, um, because Baylor's quarterback wasn't a super great runner. Bo Nix no. kind of ran all over us, right? Yeah. Um. Last week, Notre Dame, what's his face? Drew uh, Pine. Pine, yeah, Drew, Brett Pine. Drew Pine. Drew, 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 Drew yeah. Pine. He had some big – He looked yeah, like yeah. – He had a couple big runs that were crucial. Yeah, he looked yeah. like a Heisman candidate. But but KJ Jefferson is legit as a runner, and so we, mm-hmm. we do have to stop him. Uh, what scares me as well is, is – I don't know if you guys saw, but A-Rod came out this week 
told the media that that Jaron didn't even practice last week. Yeah, uh, it speaks to how great he is that the coaches trust him to play, even though he didn't practice. And it checks out in hindsight. Oh, I it, feel it, like. it, it definitely does. does. Yeah, yeah. It I goes, think, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you know? I mean, he looked shaky, and I still think they made the right decision. But you know, seven days are great, but who knows how long that is for him to to get himself healthy? So. It's if BYU can execute the way we've caught glimpses of them executing and play their potential, I think they they handle it. Um, you got the roar of Cougars, the rock on your side. Home field advantage is a big deal. They're playing a day game. Cougars aren't good in the in the sun. Uh, we thrive at night, so that's an interesting factor too. I think I gotta say Arkansas on this one, uh, but wouldn't be surprised Ooh, if you let on. us on. Obviously, I thought you were going with you. Well, it's a big if, and, and I, <laughs> I, I can't confidently say that yeah. they're going to get it all together. I hope they do, but I'm going hard. So. You know, nothing you guys said in the answer to this is wrong. I've talked about this game specifically and KJ Jefferson for weeks now. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Ben plenty off air. This game does scare me. I can't, I can't think of a world where the last time – uh, BYU played an SEC team that BYU was to quote unquote like handle them or maybe just win comfortably. Mm-hmm. I feel like BYU just, I feel like we think we're at this level and that we should be and that at times we are. But when it comes to the SEC is completely different from the Big 12, from the Pac 12, even ACC. Definitely. There's just, the coaching, the players, the that talent. It's just different. Speed, I guess I guess I guess a question I have is why does Arkansas look at this? Why does just getting beat by good SEC teams mean that they're better? My that's my, always been my counter argument. My this is this is, is Vanderbilt good because they play in the SEC? If no. BYU were to play Vanderbilt, I <laughs> I think Vanderbilt would play a lot better than this is say let's just say this year. Vanderbilt plays BYU. I think BYU probably doesn't win by as much as we think that we should. I think there's a mental barrier. And I also think on both sides, I think there's a, a little and big brother syndrome here with BYU and specifically the SEC. Um, cause I, well, I think everybody in the SEC, you want to be the SEC. That's they're they're the powerhouses of, of football. That's all they do down there. That's all they, um, I mean, you go to an Arkansas game, you go to an A&M game, you go to an Ole Miss game, you go to LSU. They're all diehard football fans down there. It's a way of life. It's a way of life, exactly. And so, basically, like I said, I'm a trend guy. Trend. Really, run defense has struggled. Trend. Arkansas has lost three in a row. And they see see a good opportunity here to run us over. Again, Jaron Hall's injury struggles or troubles. I want BYU to win so badly. And I just, and I think they could. I, if I were, but if I were a betting man, I might go Arkansas, but I don't make picks on BYU because it's too emotional for me. And I, and I, and, and like, if I were non-biased betting man, I'd probably go Arkansas, but because I'm me, I'm going BYU. And I think BYU's offense, like you said, Ben, um, 
I think it's very similar to the BYU UVA game last year. Yeah, I, I, I had high that scoring. same thought. It's yeah. very high scoring. I think I think it's like I I think with Arkansas though it's almost a reverse in terms of like I think that Arkansas they're not going to be able to score through the air though. They're yeah, going to be, be running. It's going to be running the ball. So they're probably going to I could see us winning the game in Arkansas dominating time of possession. I think that's possible. And that would be a very frustrating win for me personally if it's that dominant, right? But yeah. But you know, a win's a win. I really hope I'm just scared. That's 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 yeah, all I am. I think, I'm scared. I think I'm gonna throw out there if BYU doesn't beat Arkansas, or not not necessarily that, if Arkansas, let's say quote unquote, handles BYU. Yeah. Oh, I, this BYU team's not very good. Agreed. This team's just not very good because Arkansas's not there. They're and, not very good. And I don't think I mean they're they're fine. They're not that good. Yeah. They're and, really not. And when they've played really good teams, they've gotten destroyed. Uh, so this is going to be a good litmus test to me of what what is BYU. Yeah, if BYU wins this game, they have a great chance at winning 10, 11 games this year, including the bowl game. For yeah, and if they don't, like they're probably an eight win, nine win team. And something I will say too that scares me. Again, we've seen BYU's offense, but the we play Baylor, Oregon, Notre Dame, Power Five teams. BYU end the regulation twenty points, Baylor. BYU against Oregon, 20 points. Notre Dame, 20 points. We got to put up more against Arkansas. I will say, yes, because all those defenses that you named are better than Arkansas. Correct. They're going to be aggressive up front. They're going to throw a lot of blitzes at us. It's going to be a test for our O-line that has been, I think people have been disappointed by this year. Um, I just really think that this is a opportunity for this offense specifically the vertical passing game, these receivers to just pop off, Jaron to be able to sling the ball around. And I think that us being able to score on them at will and us even our run defense being just in the realm, doing just enough like we did in the Notre Dame game last week. If we can put up that sort of defensive performance, I think we win. They just need to be good good enough at stopping the run. Good yeah. enough. Especially just sell out on the run, Tuiaki. I know he's listening. Tuiaki. Yes. Yeah. Sell out on the run and we win this game. Wow. Do we? All right. Let's 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 let's, 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 let's finish this out. Let's finish this out. That that was our BYU tangent. Yeah. We, we always gotta do it. Um that's our team. You know, we ride or die and we bleed blue. So yeah. um I'm gonna mix it up. Kent State plays at Toledo. Yeah. Uh Toledo's favored by seven and a half. Uh, I look at the schedule. Toledo puts up a lot of points, um, but Kent, Kent State, since their performance against Georgia, which I think impressed all of us, I think impressed everybody. Yeah. Like, wow, like you're the first team to put up points against Georgia. <laughs> yeah, especially like they're – They show chinks in the armor. Yes, and they're like Georgia. not very good. Like they lost to Miami of Ohio last week. Yeah, but they lost by three, and they beat Ohio – uh, the week before, I think, whereas before, you know, they were getting beat by Washington and Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> their non-conference was Washington, Oklahoma, Long Island, and Georgia. That's props to them. But I think, you know, I I like what's happening with the Golden Flashes. I don't know much about it. I think Toledo's going to think this is 
uh, an easy win, but I think Kent State brings it. And I'm going to say they cover. I don't know if they'll win, but I say they'll cover. You know, just keep things interesting. Kent State can stay over Toledo. Definitely. Um, I like the vibe with that pick. I'm going to I'm going to follow that that vein. I'm going Sun Belt. All right. We've got Troy, mighty Troy, Zach Wilson, and the Cougars played them two years ago. They dominated them, of course. Uh, Troy, right? They lost on that hell married at to App State a few weeks ago. Crazy game. Texas State's 500, but they beat Appalachian State kind of handily last week. Yeah, that was, I think that shocked everybody. That was, yeah. that was a huge upset. Um, when you're looking at biggest upsets of Appalachian State versus teams in Texas, it's not when they beat AM, it's when they lost to, to Texas State down there in San Marcos. Oh. So <laughs> the line is 16 and a half in Troy's favor. Um, obviously they're the better team, but you know, when you're, you're playing football at this level, which is an extremely high level, but at this level, you never know. It's going to happen. All those Sunbelt teams are fighters. Uh, if you remember last year, we played Georgia Southern, probably like ninth or tenth game of the season, and they yeah, were giving it wasn't us easy. Fits. The, I, they yeah. were kind of bums, but they were playing <laughs> hard. Like those Sunbelt teams, yeah. they play hard. They fight. And don't mess around. So yeah. I still think Troy's going to win, but I like Texas State to cover. It's two and a half touchdowns. Troy wins, does not cover. Texas State. If you're a betting man, take the Wildcats. Wildcats, baby. Is that who they are? Texas State Wildcats? Can we confirm that? Can we confirm that? Bobcats. Bobcats. The Dang cats. Bobcats. The cats. We'll take Wildcats. Who are the Wildcats? Arizona? Well, there's a lot of Wildcats. Yeah, they're, they're a Wildcats. Kansas State. Kansas State. Every other high school in America. Yeah. Um, but uh, cool. The Bobcats of Texas State. Cool. All right. And then we'll just wrap up with our very quickly with our NFL oh, locks yeah. of the week. Oh. NFL locks of the week. Um, I'll go first. I try not to do this, but um, I'm going with my team. The Chargers are favored by four and a half over the Broncos. Chargers literally, literally destroy the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Chargers put up 50 plus. Eh, no, 40 plus. On the Broncos and Broncos put up 20 points. Mm-hmm. If if that that's that's generous. If the Broncos put up twenty points, it will be the second most all season, and the first most they had was. Oh yeah, the first most they've had has been twenty three. So, oh sorry, that includes preseason. Well, twenty three still. Anyway, Chargers over Broncos. It's my lock of the week. I like it, Grant. And we'll finish out with Ben. I'll admit, I'm a, I'm a college football guy, but nothing beats quality football. So I'm looking, I'm looking at the Jets and Packers. Uh, obviously we like our boy Zach Wilson. They've had two impressive games, two, two good wins in a row, but you got the Packers at home in Lambeau. They're favored by seven and a half points. I think they get it done. Um, I think the Jets are going to play them close. It's not going to be just embarrassment after embarrassment this year. It'll be a good game, but Packers are going to run away with it. I'm taking them to win and cover. Yes, that was actually going to be mine. Oh, sorry. No, no, do not apologize. That's part of the. That's part of the, the experience, man. No, no, that's part of the experience. That's why we have you on to yeah, steal yeah, picks. Yes. Be honest, no, no, exactly. And that that's that's you know you don't get all the you know in a draft you don't get all the players you want. So. 
But I, I, I've been kind of stewing on this one all week. I just want to defend Grant's stance here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been pissed off about how the team's played la- the last couple of weeks. When's he not pissed uh, off? It's true. Um, specifically, though, uh, you know, just about them seemingly not giving effort or, like, attention towards some of these teams like the Patriots and Giants. Um, the Jets are riding high right now. There's even a quote of Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner in the locker room, one of which saying, bro, we are so good. <laughs> I I just think – and I think the Jets are pretty good. I think they're still a year or two away. I think Aaron Rodgers is angry. I think he's getting the Packers back on track. I think the Jets are still kind of in this little, like, you know, honeymoon phase, yeah, Zach Wilson returning. Um, you know, they're going to be good. They are definitely on the right track. The Packers are also wearing their throwback uniforms this week. Ooh. Packers by a million. This mm-hmm. just in Lambeau. This just feels like an easy Packers. Double. I can see two rookies, Brees Hall and uh, Sauce Gardner, just getting humbled. Yeah, the Very one the so. one thing with Sauce Gardner, though, is one of the Packers' issues is they have no one to humble him as uh, a receiver. True. Aaron Rodgers will. We'll be able to. Yeah. But all right. All right. I guess Finish I should, this out, man. Yeah. Um it, it can be said in the AFC South that there's just trends. The Titans, you'll always think they aren't good and they'll win the division. <laughs> you'll know that the Texans will always beat the Jags no matter what. And you will know that the Jags beat the Colts no matter what. So I'm gonna be going with the Jaguars plus two. They win outright in Indianapolis. I think Trevor Lawrence bounces back after a couple not very good weeks. I think the Jags are definitely, you know, they're not a great team, but like the Jets, they're improving their game better. I like the Jags to win in, let's say, a three-point game, field goal. You think it'll be better than, it'll be a better game than last time they played earlier this season? It was like 24 nothing. Yeah, week three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think it'll definitely be a better change. <laughs> I was sorry, like, sorry, no, no, no. I was just thinking. I was just trying to remember. Yeah, that they did. That they did already play. That's weird that they're playing their second game against them already. Yeah, so, uh, that's why. That's why that threw me off. I thought you were talking about last year's week eighteen game that and the Colts. Joke. All they need to do was beat the Jags, the worst team in the NFL, to go to the playoffs, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, I just think. I think the Jags own them. Yeah. And I think the Jags win. There you have cool. it. Last of the week. I think that's, that's Dude, it. Everyone have a good weekend of college football and NFL. Stay safe. Enjoy the fall weather. The leaves are falling. The changing colors. The pumpkins are coming out. The how the Halloween decorations. Man, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Speaking of goosebumps, like the TV show and the books, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, creepy, yeah, yeah. creepy movie. And yeah, I guess it's not creepy. It's like has Jack Black and it. it's like rated PG. But okay. anyway, enjoy this great slate of college football. And thanks, G, for being on here. Yeah, this was fun. Y'all are the best. This is great. Says you, yeah, man. Having you. Till next time. Peace.